Okay, people, tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., Santa's coming to town. Santa! Oh, my God! Would you please tell him that instead of presents this year, I just want my family back. Rudolph, with your nose so bright, won't you guide my sleigh tonight? It must be magic. I must find some way to keep Christmas from coming. Nobody's walking out on this fun old-fashioned family Christmas. Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? True, Charlie Brown. I can tell you what Christmas is all about. Seeing isn't believing. Believing is seeing. The best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear. Welcome back to another episode of Tis the Podcast, the podcast that's determined to keep the Christmas spirit alive 365 days per year. I am Anthony, a.k.a. a gender-swapped Melissa Shemenchi. I'm Julia, definitely Janine Teagues. I'm Tom, bringing the Ava heat. (laughs) (laughs) How are y'all? Good. Good. I'm well, thank you. How are you, Anthony? Better now than talk to y'all. I was telling Julia before you hopped on, Tom, that I, uh, bad travel day today. I was hungover. <laughs> almost had to get, uh, I was fine on the plane, but almost had to get the <laughs> Uber to pull over on the way back from the airport. Ooh. <laughs> you look like you were having fun in your picture. It was. I was telling Julia, it was the first time I met my team in person. So, yeah, we, it was a blast. Where were y'all? Just in Rochester. So upstate New York, 44 minute plane ride. Those are my favorite kinds of plane rides. Yeah. Not me. I at least want to be on the plane as long as I have to spit in the airport. Yeah, well, (laughs) I I can can see that. You could do that. (laughs) So so I had to fly out of Newark, which is like an hour away from me. But I have an airport right across the bridge, 15 minutes away from me, but they had no direct flight. If I wanted to get a flight from there they'd want me to fly down to dc or over to detroit and then upstate and i'm like i'm not freaking doing that that's nonsense you're in the same state you're flying to the same state i know like i don't know hmm. airports are weird yeah how's your reaping guys it's been quiet at my house we're down one dog and two teenagers what do you even do with all your time now (laughs) I don't even know. Like, of course, Ma- the two neediest. Marty, if you're listening, you're next. <laughs> two kids <laughs> and a dog. Sound bad, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that did sound bad. Um, yeah. So Hannah and Ethan are in Ireland right now. They made it. They made it safe across the ocean, and my anxiety eased a good amount. Um, they've gotten to see just really cool stuff, and they're having a great time. Ethan sent me a picture of Salesforce Tower that's in Dublin. <laughs> Didn't even know there was one in Dublin, which I thought was funny. Um, but they're having a great time. And we dropped Lucy off at obedience camp where she'll be for like four weeks. So she's probably having the time of her life as well, playing with a bunch of hunting dogs. So it's been quiet. Marty, I and Marty, me and Marty and I, I don't know how to grammatically make that correct, but only two kids. Takes you two back to the... To like the younger mom days. I don't know. Just <laughs> when we had Hannah and Ethan as two kids. Bizarre. <laughs> it's weird. It was good. The Oscars was awesome. Yes. The Oscars was awesome. The best multiverse movie, hands down, won all the awards. Easily. Easily. Doctor Strange? Two? Definitely not. <laughs> definitely. Definitely not. <laughs> but yeah, I was very pleased. I wasn't expecting Jamie Lee to win. She won. I don't think she was expecting to win from her reaction. Uh, but my favorite was Ki Ki Hun Kwai. How what's his name, Julia? Ki Hai Kwan. Yeah, Ki Hai Kwan. Ugh, like he just he acted like I feel like any average person would act. Like <laughs> his enthusiasm was like a was like. Oh, hey, this random civilian got invited to a Hollywood party and it's getting recognized. <laughs> and I it was up there him. with like Cuba Gooding Jr. when he won and the guy from Life is Beautiful when he won. And it was great. It was a genuine was... reaction. And that's my favorite thing about the Oscars. 
It was great. So that was it. That made me very happy. I saw, I also saw Creed 3 this past week, and that movie was freaking phenomenal. Ooh. You saw a few different movies that day. I saw it back to back with the movie 65, which is that Adam Driver movie with the dinosaurs, Mm -hmm. which was good, but I feel like that one. Wait till it's inevitably on TBS one after rainy afternoon and uh, then watch it. But I will say it was a brisk 90 minutes. It was like, man, I wish more movies were this short. Mm-hmm. And Scream. And Scream. Saw it twice. Loved it <laughs> twice. <laughs> Good. I'm glad you That puts the movie at a 50-50 for recommendations for me. Ghostface took Montreal. I mean, Manhattan. <laughs> it was shot in montreal and you're like yeah this is not new york most of the time but hey big city cool <laughs> so yeah what about you tom how was your week it was good at least on spring break so we had some fun we went and took spring break to woo we, we took her to go see hamilton and that was fun did she love it she loved it although it was late, so at the end, we missed the last two songs. The lady who played Eliza was the original Peggy, was Peggy from the original cast. Oh, oh wow. Peggy. <laughs> but I will say the Washington that they had in the Tulsa cast mm-hmm. and the Eliza were stronger, act- I mean, the Angelica were stronger actors. Wow. Stronger mm. singers, if you can believe it. Uh, it's very hard to believe, but I can't I say because I haven't seen it. You're going places I cannot follow you. You know what else I watched this week? What? what? Uh, we finished The Last of Us Season 1. Oh, so good. And stay tuned for our Patreon episode on that at some point. Anthony and I were both big fans. I will be a big fan. And I watched the Abbott Elementary Christmas episode. Hookah. <clears throat> Me too. Holiday hookah. So yes, in case you didn't pick up when we introduced ourselves this week, we are covering the Christmas episode of Abbott Elementary Holiday Hookah, which is season two, episode 10, first aired on December 7th, 2022. So Abbott Elementary, for those who aren't familiar with the show, is a mockumentary that follows new teacher Janine Teagues and her fellow teachers at the poorly funded inner city Abbott Elementary, a fictional predominantly black school in Philadelphia. And yeah, so my history, much like last week, I, Tom and Julia beat me to this one. I kept saying, you should watch it. You will love this. It's very similar in style to The Office of Parks and Rec and all these other shows you adore. And I finally watched it. And yeah, it is amazing. It This, along with Ghosts, which we covered last week, are my two favorite comedies on TV right now. Mm-hmm. So what are your histories with it, y'all? Um, you know, I think Marty started watching this one before I watched it. I think he caught an episode and he's like, that show's real good. We need to watch it sometime. And I like happened to catch the next week. And I was like, that's really good. Um, and my mother-in-law particularly likes it as well as a former public school teacher for many, many years in a less affluent area of Oklahoma, specifically Muskogee. Um, she loves it. <laughs> I think teachers probably quite like this show as well. It's like a big inside joke and they get Every- it. Every teacher I know says it's very accurate to how schools are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody so that I love seems it. to be the unanimous perspective of, of educators that this is a little too, it hits a little too close to home. I saw it advertised and thought it looked funny and we started watching it from episode one and I'm a big fan. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I will say we're, we only have one Christmas episode to cover this year, but I feel like it's a show set during the school year. They should probably do a Christmas episode every year. 
or or a holiday episode since they're not allowed to say Christmas anymore, according to Janine. Right. (laughs) We'll get to that. So let's run through our cast quickly. Quinta Brunson plays Janine Teagues. She's a very optimistic second grade teacher who truly believes in, you know, trying to do the best by her students. And yeah, she's awkward, but very optimistic. Always has a smile. She's definitely the Julia of the show. Not that Julia's awkward, but you know what I mean. Uh, (laughs) And Quinter Brunson, not only acts as Janine, but she's a showrunner. She created the show. She writes the show. She's directed. She produces. So, And she was born December 21st, 1989. She is younger than I. And that makes me sad for how little I have accomplished in my life. But (laughs) this girl's really talented. She has also acted in iZombie, Single Parents, Miracle Workers. And she starred in the first season of the HBO sketch comedy, A Black Lady Sketch Show. Mm -hmm. But this is the first thing I've ever seen her in. What about you guys? Um, I saw her in her BuzzFeed content. She would create <laughs> that would pop up on Facebook. And it's so hilarious. Um, one of my favorite ones, actually, they aired it a lot during the Olympics. And it was an Olympics news person interviewing her who had just won like fourth or fifth, like in qualifiers or something. And she was talking about it like she won a gold medal. And, and he was like, well, aren't you disappointed, though, that you didn't? place higher and so funny um i love her she's great she's like everything i want a comedian she's also i haven't seen her i was about to say she's also been a new girl in one episode so if you guys watch that all the way through you might have seen her Mm -hmm. um and she did the voice of hawk girl on harley on the harley quinn's very problematic valentine's day special they released this year because she had been begging to be on that show because the creators of that show started on Abbott Elementary to go run that show. So she's like, we're friends. Why haven't I been on? <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, and also she played Oprah in the weird Al Yankovic movie that just came out. So Tyler James Williams plays Gregory Eddy. He started the show as a substitute teacher, uh, then became a full-time teacher. He initially went for the principal job, but didn't get it. And he has a, he's a will they, won't they with Janine on this show. It's very Jim Pam, that whole thing. It's, mm-hmm. it's dragging out too long. I'm losing interest, y'all. Oh, no. I love him. Everybody hates Chris. We, yes. yeah, we've, we've, we've covered him on the show before. And that movie you guys liked way better than I did, Unaccompanied Minors. Mm-hmm. He was just a baby. He was a baby. And, you know, he was a child star who, like, Never went away. He did everything. Hates everybody. Hates Chris. I'm accompanied minors. He was in The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Like he, he's had a pretty good career. Good for him. Yeah, he's consistent. Um, he. I will say though, he's my least favorite character on the show. I love him. I like him all. Compared to the all of the others who have such big personalities, he has like. I feel like he's our he's our sanity check though. He's yeah. One yeah. Who, exactly. Yeah. I like he's him. like litmus test. Um, Janelle James plays Ava Coleman, aka the Tom of this show, and uh, she is <laughs> our the school's inept principal, enjoys picking on and bullying her coworkers, especially Janine. <laughs> well, and she's woefully unqualified for the job. She got it because she blackmailed. Yes, yes. Some the superintendent, the, the superintendent, because <laughs> she knew about him having an affair. <laughs> And she, uh, she's a heel, and Tom loves to be the heel, so <laughs> he's Eva. Um, and Janelle James, I mean, she does a voice on Central Park. Tom watches that show, right, on Apple TV? I did. I lost interest in it. Um, she was in Black Monday, uh, Life and Beth, Tuca and Birdie. Um, but she has her own podcast. Uh, she's done a lot of stand-up and... I was trying to remember, so Marty came at me once and he was like, Janelle James's story on how she got, like how she came to fame is actually very fascinating. And I can't remember who it was and I'm trying to find it now and I can't find it anywhere. But like she just got up at an open mic night and somebody big heard her 
and was like, you're dang funny. And basically set her on the path. It might've been Chris Rock. I don't know. I think it was because she, she then went on tour with him opening for him. Right. And so I wish I could remember the story, but it's just a really good story. You know, Mm -hmm. I like it when celebrities are really good people also and want to elevate other people that they think are genuinely funny or talented or whatever. And they do like they use their powers for good. I've never heard her stand up, but I want to now because she's hilarious on this show. Mm-hmm. And uh, she, she describes her stand up. It's just her quote talking. And I'm like, yeah, so you're basically your character on the show. Yeah, that's right. Lisa Ann Walter plays Melissa Shamenti, my favorite character on this show, slash the Anthony of the show. She's the second grade teacher, uh, new uh, Philly coastal Italian, like no nonsense, mm-hmm. tough girl with questionable connections to the mob. <laughs> but she's we definitely fun. covered her before, right? No, we've talked about she's, her though because she was she's on been in everything. She was on. I know her best, and a lot of people know her. Will know her best from the Parent Trap. She was a nanny. Oh, yeah. But Jessie, I guess we wouldn't have covered that. I don't know if it was Jesse. Chessie. That's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's in Bruce Almighty. She was in War of the Worlds. Drill Bit Taylor. I guess we haven't covered her. I love her. Whenever she shows up in something, I'm always happy about it. Yeah. And she's done a lot of TV. She's done. Uh, she was on Emerald. She had Curb Your Enthusiasm, Las Vegas, Modern Men, Nip Tuck, Resilient Isles, The X's, The Odd Couple, Glow. Grey's Anatomy, 911. So she's in a lot of stuff and she's very funny. Definitely my favorite. She's the most relatable, in my opinion. I can see why you think that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And she teaches second grade. She's been there a while. She's one of the two senior teachers we follow around on the show. Mm -hmm. Another newer teacher who is Janine's best friend is Chris Perfetti as Jacob Hill, and he's awkwardly teaches history to uh, a bunch of eighth graders. Abbott Elementary is his first real big thing. He start, he's guest starred in other stuff, like uh, Gotham and What We Do in the Shadows, Crossbones, but he's never really had a starring role prior to this. I can see why. I was going to say, I love this character, and I think he's part Tom. Uh, I find that highly offensive, and we'll go into that with when we discuss this episode and how woke, <laughs> how ignorant he is. Now. This episode reminded him of you, me of you, not because of what he was saying, but just because you come out with all the history and facts and stuff all the time, like like he does, and that reminded me of you. I know a lot of people find this character insufferable. I like him though; I think he's very funny. I like his boyfriend <laughs> way more. He was the one at the beginning who was leading the kids and singing oh, Go Tell It on the Mountain. <gasps> I love his boyfriend. He does too. One of my other favorite characters <laughs> on this show is Cheryl Lee Ralph. She plays Barbara Howard. Um, she's definitely the oldest teacher here. She's the one who's been teaching for years. She probably taught half of the teachers at the school. That's the type of character she is. She sang at the Super Bowl this year. Which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's she's that very old school traditional teacher who is set in her ways and believes believes in her mission but uh she doesn't like the new stuff and uh yeah she teaches kindergarten and janine looks up to her and kind of annoys her sometimes (laughs) janine annoys everyone sometimes yeah typical julia man it's true it's true (laughs) man she knows it (laughs) (laughs) shirley ralph though has been acting since 1977 so she's been in tons of stuff she was actually in a christmas movie back in 2012 called christmas in compton with david allen greer she was in christmas at holly lodge in 2017 that's one of the ones i actually like cover that one i'm familiar with that one uh she was in sister act two back in the habit she was in the John Goodman Flintstones movie. She was in, she did a voice in Oliver and Company. She was Rita. I love that movie. In terms of TV, I mean, she was in the old Wonder Woman show in 79. She was on The Jeffersons. Whoa. She was she in history. 
Mm-hmm. The original V miniseries before they brought it back for its season like a few years ago. Oh yeah. She was in Designing Woman Women. She did a voice on The Wild Thornberries. She was in Moesha. She did a voice in Recess. She was on Sabrina the Teenage Witch. She did a voice. She played Cheetah on the Justice League cartoon. She was in The Proud Family. Las Vegas. Hannah Montana, Seventh Heaven, Smash, Two Broke Girls. Criminal Minds, MacGyver. She's been in lots and lots of stuff. It's amazing. And for fans of the Bioshock video game, she even does a voice in that. So she has a wonderful voice. She does. Speaking and singing. There there's something very comforting about her character. I think she does remind me of like older teachers I had in school. She plays it very well. Absolutely. I love her. The last mm-hmm. main character here we'll talk about is the one I could see as Tom as well. He's like a mix of Ava and this next guy. Uh, William Stanford Davis as Mr. Johnson. The school's yep. eccentric, but surprisingly talented custodian. <laughs> and I it's told- funny. His name His name is Mr. Johnson. And when he, there's a scene where he, uh, in, in another episode this season, when he goes to, he wins tickets to the bas- to a basketball game and he's courtside and they go to interview him and he introduces himself to the interviewer as Mr. Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> and he uh he's had recurring roles on Ray Donovan and Swagger, but this guy has he's been active since 95. He's acting Bold and the Beautiful, Sister Sister, Ally McBeal, Touched by an Angel. Where do they touch you? Uh, (laughs) He was in Angel, NYPD Blue, Sons and Daughters, Studio 60, Lincoln Heights, America's Most Wanted, Bones, Shameless, Big Bang Theory. He's in the new Perry Mason in an episode. He was in Curb Your Enthusiasm. Did y'all watch that Perry Mason remake? No, but it looks interesting. I love the guy playing him. He was in The Americans, which is a fantastic show. And yeah, that's our main cast. And in terms of casts on TV, they have one of the strongest ones right now. They really do. For sure. So yes, Holiday Hookah, the one Christmas episode. So we really have two plot lines here. So it's Christmas break. Almost Christmas, Christmas break. It's almost Christmas break. And Barbara and Melissa traditionally have a little Christmas dinner in the break room, just the two of them, with Mr. Johnson. And uh, they have wine and cook and everything. And this year, because Jacob's boyfriend is going to be out of town, Barbara pity invites him. And that's our one plot line. And the other plot line is Janine is going out. She's going to a club with her friend Erica, hoping, you know, they well, want to be thirsty and <laughs> her her boyfriend just she and her boyfriend at this point broke up. He went on to pursue his rap career, rapping to elementary schools about not doing drugs and had to move to New York. Yes. So they're out partying. And it turns out Gregory is also going to the same club with his friend. Mm-hmm. Marcus. Uh, Marcus, that's it. And Ava also shows up there. <laughs> yeah, she <laughs> does. With her whole entourage, she cuts the line. And when they try to talk to her in the line, she's like, We don't talk to line people. I don't speak line. <laughs> uh, whatever. <laughs> oh, man. So, right off the bat, it starts off with Janine handing out Christmas cookies to her class holiday cookies because they're not mm-hmm. allowed to say christmas anymore she hands out a nothing cookie to the jehovah's witness <laughs> child raised by jehovah's witness <laughs> and uh that was that, cute that was cute <laughs> and uh quinta who plays janine was raised jehovah's witness so she wrote that in for oh to show the awkwardness of being a jw at a <laughs> in school yeah pretty much and then one of my favorite scenes very early on in the episode, they go, the staff has Secret Santa. And we've seen this, I don't know how many times. It feels like every comedy show we've old, we've covered since we've been covering TV has an episode mm-hmm. where somebody puts their name, only their name in the hat for Secret Santa. This time, of course, it's Ava. Yeah. And everybody gets Ava. 
We've covered that on Big Bang Theory, House, yep. The Muppets. The Office. We've all done it. The Office, yeah. Yep. And uh, Ava. And there's some great stuff in here <laughs> because, uh, you know, she's like, I hope you all stuck to the $20 minimum. Uh, <laughs> and Gregory's like, oh, I thought that was a maximum. And, and she's like, stop limiting yourself. Think Nick Smalls has got you in a dead-end job in a poorly run school. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, can't argue with that. <laughs> Janine gets Mr. Johnson, who told her against her will that he used to be a nude art model, but never got to keep oh, any of God. the art. So, a local artist. You told me against my will. <laughs> so she had a local artist make like a bust of him, and he loves it. Mm-hmm. He even does a Shakespeare joke. He's like, "To clean or not to clean?" <laughs> it's just quality. <laughs> and and you know, again, you, you really get see the teacher's personality shine in this scene. Like Mr. Johnson gives Melissa Dallas Cowboy bobbleheads so she can smash them or break out her new blowtorch. She said, because <laughs> of course she's an Eagles fan. The one downside of her character and the show, by the way. <laughs> and even Jacob gets into, even though he doesn't believe in the Secret Santa or and hates Christmas and the. Gift giving gets Barbara a poinsettia plant, mm-hmm. and that's where Barbara humanely harvested. Humanely harvested, and that's where Barbara accidentally lets slip that it will look great at her dinner with Melissa later that evening. Her annual tradition. Annual tradition. And Jacob said, "I didn't know y'all did that last year." <laughs> and Melissa and it, rapidly changes the subject. <laughs> yeah. Melissa Barbara out of the room. I don't want to use the word rude, but Melissa can be a bit harsh sometimes with the younger she's, teachers. She's abrasive. <laughs> she's honest. Well, and the the way she describes Jacob later in the episode to the camera, she's like, I love Jacob. I really do. But you know what? He's a lot like paint fumes. Small doses, fine. Even enjoyable, but too much just gives you a headache. (laughs) So, what's the problem here? Like, why don't, what, how does they invite Jacob to this thing? And what does Jacob end up, how does he behave here, Tom? Because you mentioned a few minutes ago, you wanted to bring, (laughs) to talk about him. He's quite, what word do I want to use? Critical? He's just, yeah, he's very negative. Mm-hmm. He's, he's the Debbie Downer. Everything is a conspiracy. Christmas is evil. Santa is Satan. Christmas <laughs> is stolen pagan holiday. Christmas as it is exists today was created by Charles Dickens and ex- exploited the most, you know, this wonderful tradition. Rudolph was created as an advertising agent for as an advertising toy or as an advertising tool. What are they trying to sell? Red noses? You sound ridiculous. Well, yes. So so there's a there's a quote I have, and I'll just read it off here. And it's when Jake after a while, Melissa just like, okay, I get charity during the holidays, but Barb, this is Mother Teresa level. <laughs> and Jacob's like, Are you talking about Mother Teresa? Did you know she was actually a huge racist? Hey, thanks again for <laughs> he's like, Hey, thanks again for including me in your tradition. And Barb's like, and we are happy to have you, Jacob, because she's trying to be nice. She's trying to be the diplomat here. But then Jacob continues. I'm sure you already know that Christmas is essentially invented by Charles Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol, right? It's because of him that this time of year has turned to such a materialistic bacchanal. And Melissa's like, oh, that guy sounds really annoying. And Jacob (laughs) does not get it. He's like, beyond. He took a great tradition and turned it into something miserable. And Melissa's like, can't imagine why anybody would do something like that. (laughs) And Jacob's like, me neither. Some people, you know. And Melissa's like, yeah, I sure do. And Bart's (laughs) like, Melissa. And she's like, what? I'm agreeing with him. (laughs) But it gets to the point at this dinner that he annoys them to the point they they're like we're going outside for a bit and he's like oh it's like 20 degrees out there 
And <laughs> Mr. Johnson is... reigns some truth. Yeah. What does what happens? What does Mr. Johnson say to him? He's like, they'd rather freeze than listen to you talk anymore and poop all over their favorite holiday. Basically, You're he's like Jacob. Yeah. Tells him what we're all thinking. He's like, you ruined Christmas. You you had Christmas ruined for you, and now you're ruining it for other people. Right. And Jacob has that come to Jesus, you know, Linus moment, and he's like, oh God, I have to make this right. So he literally runs across the street, nearly gets hit by a car, <laughs> running across the street, and he gets some gifts. And uh, he comes back, he comes back with the gifts just as Melissa and Barbara are about to leave. And he begs him to stay. And Willis is like, Jacob, I can't hear one more story about how Sandals is the devil himself. And he can't help himself. He's like, well, actually, in some cultures, he's, he's like, you know what? Never mind. You both love Christmas so much, and I've been nothing but a real Grinch all night. So I come to you with gifts as a token of my humble apology. And he wins Melissa over with scratchers. <laughs> so <laughs> excited. Well, she wins $3. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she does. Well, because the only place he could shop was a convenience store. Yeah. So, like, what kind of caliber gifts are you going to get there? But, yeah. And they, they do. They nice, sweet thing. He did the nice, he sweet tried. thing. Well, That's what matters. He, he tried. And tried. they have dinner and get along and jacob's like this has like been one of the greatest christmases i've ever had and melissa's like no wonder you hate christmas so much (laughs) (laughs) oh well that's that's um one of our main plot lines julia why don't you tell us about the other starring yourself so the other starring myself the other part of the plot line where this episode gets its title um is the janine um somewhat ava but mostly janine and gregory uh side story so janine likes gregory and gregory likes janine but like they can't get their craft together and so it's such a whole mistiming right and it's awkward between them and there's angst there and it's like a whole thing but he's still dating some other girl right yes okay so yeah, he's dating one of the moms of his student. Right. So Janine. No, definitely not. Janine's friend is like, "You're coming out with me tonight. We're gonna go to a hot club, and you're gonna dance it up, and we're gonna, you know, do things we'll regret in the morning." Whatever she says. So Janine breaks out of her teacher mold because she's like always a teacher, regardless of what time it is, what time of day it is, what day of the week it is. So she puts on a cute little dress and they go to this club. Uh, They're in line at the club. Her friend is tons of fun. (laughs) She's so funny. But they're waiting in line and who shows up behind them? Well, well, before they show up, their interactions in line here. Like (laughs) Janine clearly is not used to going out and getting drunk and making mistakes. She's like... How are the guys going to know we're thirsty? Should we pant? And Eric's like, no, not thirsty, just cute. And Janine's like, okay. And Eric's like, trust me, they'll know. If you stop doing that booby dance, girl, save it for the club. <laughs> so Gregory shows up. So as you can imagine, the rest of the evening is spent in extreme awkwardness between the two of them, right? Um, but they do end up dancing together for a good part of the night i learned a new term from janine's friend circle twerk twerk. did you not know that term why would i know that term (laughs) i knew that term term? of course you do Uh, no i i've heard it before (laughs) well it's funny because before janine gets up dancing with gregory she's kind of sitting there to the point this is going to be my favorite term now when I go out with people. Erica's like, girl, what's going on? You're, you're giving off chaperone energy. <laughs> she totally their was. Ho- their hookah wasn't lit either. No, it was not. Do you guys enjoy hookah? Oh, yes. What is... I've never done it. What do you hookah at a hookah? You, it's shisha. It is tobacco in a molasses, like or honey that has mm-hmm. flavoring. Oh, I avoid smoking things in general. So I've always wondered, does it make you feel like good? Yes. Because like pot? 
No. No, it doesn't okay. get you high. It's just relaxing. Oh, okay. It's like calming. It is. It's therapeutic. Are cigarettes calming? I don't like cigarettes. For people who are smokers, they say they're calming. But there's nicotine. It hypes you up, right? It does. I have no clue. But I've never, I've are... never had a cigarette. I've never tried a cigarette. Neither. Hookahs are therapeutic. Mine got too old. The like as they get old, the nozzle where you put the like the my hoses got too old, so I don't have one right now. You got old hose. <laughs> I got an old hose. Poor Christine. <laughs> but no, one of my favorite things is a nice rose shisha with a rose tea. Mm. Ooh, that sounds nice. Does it taste like rose? Oh yeah. Oh, that sounds wonderful. Then I like little tricks, like putting ice cubes in the water makes the smoke thicker and feel feels better. Does it have a good mouth feel? It does have a good mouth feel, and it's really easy to blow smoke rings with a hookah. Just like <gasps> a I want to blow a smoke ring. Right now, I sold you on it. That's all you had to say. At this hookah club, though, Ava also shows up, and before <laughs> before Gregory and Janine dance, I love it because while Erica is like Janine, you gotta like stop giving off the chaperone energy. Mm-hmm. Maurice, is, who is Greg's friend, is like just looking for a woman. So he point, <laughs> he points out Janine, and Greg's like, "No." Uh, and he, there's plenty of other fish in the sea. And Maurice is like, "What about her? She's kind of tall. That's also my type. She could definitely ride all the rides." And he's pointing to Ava on the dance floor. <laughs> and, Gre- and Greg is like, "I mean." gonna regret it and Maurice is like that's perfect yeah <laughs> immediately <laughs> so is this where I've watched some of these episodes out of sync is this where um is that the same friend that Janine dates for some mm-hmm. amount of time later okay. yes yeah this is where Got they it. meet okay I wondered and I do love real quick as well before they get to dance it's that awkward co-worker thing where when you start talking you've never hung out you just start talking about work <laughs> and greg brings up so how about half of that ab elementary being here and janine's like is barbara here oh my god i'm gonna throw up he's like no she's not here there's, there's too much sinning going on <laughs> oh gosh it's all very fun i mean and ava is totally in her element but she's got some amount of hots for gregory she does yeah she's always very so, flirty and it's her work it. husband and her work right. nemesis right <laughs> right so she factors into the storyline a little bit and she um ends up saving janine a bit at the end of the episode yeah so how do we get to that point uh gregory and janine take it outside you know to talk or whatever um there is a near kiss that happens but it is almost at point of contact where gregory's girlfriend rears her ugly head again not figuratively not literally um she calls him and it kind of it bursts the bubble the magical bubble that they have because they clearly have chemistry um, but he is also clearly dating somebody else right now which is problematic so gregory leaves because his girlfriend has called him and that leaves Janine with no way home because her friend is out. So who yeah. gives her a ride home? Well, no, she's Mark going Kiss. she's going home, but she's going oh. to but Ava comes out and sees her alone. And she's like she bites her. She's like, you know what? You're not going home. You actually look cute for once. You can come out with us. And uh while they're standing there waiting for the ride it's so funny because they have nothing to talk about like so janine's like so who's this boyfriend of yours and like how long has it been and what's his name and ava's like janine i know we're not in school and it's the holidays but i'll still fire you (laughs) (laughs) but it's but for those who don't watch the show it's actually a really sweet moment because ava and janine do not get along at all Mm -hmm. janine takes her job too seriously and ava doesn't take her job seriously at all so they constantly butt heads so it's a nice little uh, mini Linus moment for Ava here. It is. And her boyfriend turns out to be who? A basketball player, right? Like an NBA player? Yeah, some famous sports ball player. <laughs> that I didn't NBA know, star. but I was like, of course it is. And that's really the episode in a nutshell. It's a nice 22-minute funny episode. You know, it, it didn't feel very Christmassy, 
the <laughs> stuff at school did more than the stuff at the club. But I mean, it was it was elementary school Christmas. They don't go crazy. It's kind of that sad looking Christmas, like kind of like it's season two of The Office before they start going all out, like the sad, <laughs> realistic <laughs> office party Christmas. Um, what a good explanation. What, or but what it felt like <laughs> but that's what it was it's like a sad underfunded elementary school decorated very minimally for the holidays yeah. um but despite that i still i mean i love this show i still laughed a lot i still have fun with it same i enjoyed it and they real every character got really time to shine in this one there's one other yeah. quote i want to read wanted to read at the secret santa Mr. Johnson's there with his reindeer antlers on his head before Ava comes in. And he's like, I'm Dancer, I'm Prancer, I'm Donner and Blitzen. She slays holidays. It's the sweetest Christmas vixen. <laughs> and Ava, <laughs> Ava comes in in this like sultry Santa Claus outfit. And she's like, season's greetings, Ava Zells. It is I, Principal Coleman Claus. And Bar- Barbara's like, Santa Claus just had a heart attack because she's like dressed very inappropriately. <laughs> and Dave was like, it's time for the gift has changed. Let's find out who's been naughty and who's been nice. And remember, I only reward the naughty. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Gregory's face is like. <laughs> uh, such a funny show. It is a funny it, show. A new one on last night um, that was all about you know charter school yeah charter school and like what threatens a public school but a charter school which i like well well that's been an ongoing thing this season like the charter mm-hmm. school they want to turn Abbott into a charter school i didn't yep. see it last night yet i have to catch up but i'm excited that oh, i'm not gonna spoil it on. yeah not gonna spoil it i will say though that i enjoyed last night's episode from like all the things i love out of a christmas episode Episode, right where you want the feels and you want heart you want the sense that you know that whole found family thing and last night's episode was more successful than this one hmm. so i think they can do better with future christmas episodes was leslie oldham jr in it again because i know he was in earlier in the season as a charter school guy yes so that's why i told everybody it was watching with me i'm like that's the guy from hamilton the guy from hamilton I mean, it was Aaron Burr. Burr. Yeah. <laughs> he, Marty doesn't know that. If I said that's Aaron Burr, he'd be like, who's that? <laughs> Excuse me, are you Aaron Burr, it. sir? Sir? Yeah, no, he wouldn't get that. But yeah, I didn't realize he'd been on before. Because again, like I've missed a fair amount of episodes, but he was on again. Awesome. I'm excited to watch yeah. it. Yeah, it's a good episode. But I do agree with you, and then I want Tom's take here, too, that it could have upped the Christmas factor a bit more. Um, I know they're going for realistic, hey, elementary school Christmas decorations, but like The Office, I went realistic at first before they just totally deck the place out. Like, it's TV, like, you can, we'll give you some grace and leeway here, like, make it a little more cheery. Mm-hmm. Uh, no 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 elementary schools go over the top but the i mean the decorations are hokey but they're everywhere and there's just something Especially very warm younger. and nostalgic about seeing them in these younger right first second yeah. grade yeah bunch of janky looking santa clauses on the wall and it's my favorite thing ever it's amazing <laughs> a lot of the a lot of them have been used and reused they're taped together <laughs> but it just feels so perfect at the same time uh-huh this what would you rank this all? I'll give it a six and a half. I was going to come at a seven. I'm docking at a couple points for the lack of Christmas feels. Mm-hmm. I was going to come in at a six. So I'll give it a six and a half overall. And yeah, it would have ranked higher for me if it had more Christmas. But we're judging on that Christmassy scale. It's very important, especially yep. in a show. Yep. Also, I have a bit of Christmas news. My segment, Christmas news. dun 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 Michael Keaton and Myla Kunis are starring in a Christmas movie this year, later this year. Ooh, like a comedy? What's uh, that? I don't know. It sounds like a comedy. All I know is it's called Good Rich, and it's both of them. So it's definitely a comedy. I'm excited for Michael Keaton. He's going to have a big year this year. I saw on Twitter, because they're, you know, finishing up The Flash, like, in post-production, and the composer, uh, he... <sighs> 
shared a bit of him like putting the music together and it was the classic Keaton bat theme and oh just give me goosebumps I cannot wait to hear that on the big screen again that is so cool I'm I'm very excited about that yeah so we I did ask a question of our listeners uh when we were going to do this up when we were doing this episode to cast us and uh Matt Yurick came in clutch with the definitive answer here and he wrote i love the show julia is definitely janine because duh anthony is melissa because of her no-nonsense east coast sensibilities and for tom i'll give him the nod as ava simply because he's an instigator and likes to poke <laughs> the bear <laughs> and that was perfect casting that's how we cast ourselves so spot on matt you and guys, I miss Matt. Like, we need to get him on the show soon again. We yeah. talk- it's been a while since we talked to him. We need to, like, yeah. get, like, a 90s comedy on the show and have him yeah. back on. For sure. Matt's super fun. Yep. Yeah, so check out his pod, TGI Podcast. It's one of the great ones. It is one of the great ones. And speaking of the great ones, we also got some totally rad feedback on Abbott Elementary in general from the totally rad Jerry D of Totally Rad Christmas and his totally rad wife, Tiffany. So take it away, y'all. Hit it. Hi, I'm Jerry D. And I'm Tiffany D. And we're here to talk about Abbott Elementary. It is so fun and crazy how accurate this show is. It is. It reminds me of when I first started teaching at an elementary school in fourth grade. You were totally Janine. (laughs) I was a little Janine, yes. Um, But it just reminded me of all the different um, personalities and um, different teachers that are on an elementary school campus and all the personalities that they highlight are are real. You've totally had an Ava principal before. I have possibly had an Ava principal, <laughs> we, as well as Ava teachers. We'll, uh, we'll keep their names out of this to protect their anonymity. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it does remind me, the show, it's so funny, like, I, I taught high school, so it's not quite the same, but just go into your room, you know, and helping out after school. You know, after work, I'd go to your, your class and help out after school, and just seeing all the different personalities, like, it's a million percent spot on. Well, and I like that it also highlights, you know, how the teams and the teachers come together to support the school and support the parents in the community um, in such a unique way that a lot of times people don't see all the hard work behind the scenes. And it also highlights all the cliques. There's a lot of cliques in schools. <laughs> there are. You know, you know, the people that are the Barbara and, you know, what she does and how good she's at it. Now everyone wants to be Barbara when they you know, complete their teaching career. Oh, it's true. It's true. It does remind me, though, of my favorite Christmas moment. So it was my first year teaching. We were getting ready to do a Christmas concert. And that day, I actually got food poisoning. And so, uh, yeah, stupid Burger King. And so I was just out all day long, but I promised the kids I'd be there. And so I showed up and I was super pale and deathly looking. <laughs> they actually told me that because they're high school kids and they're like, you look like you're dead. And then um, I actually conducted and it was pretty cool. Oh, well, I guess mine, I have a couple. I think um, one of my favorites is a tradition I started with my classroom pretty early on where uh, however many days there were until Christmas break, I'd wrap a Christmas book up and each day a kid would get to open a present and we'd read read a book. And it was all sweet and, you know, Christmassy. Um, but then I <laughs> Elementary-ish. Had, yes, it was, it was nice. Um, and then an, usually every year I would try to make a cliche Christmas ornament with that has their pictures on it. You know, because it reminds me of like our parents' trees that have mm-hmm. all of our pictures from when we were in elementary school, even if it was like cheesy and a star or, or something like that. But um, those are the things that as a teacher I always wanted to do for my students and as a parent. I kind of expect my children to bring home things and you know we do get disappointed when we're like oh they didn't bring home you know an ornament for the tree yeah um but other than that it's pretty perfect (laughs) just like Abbott Elementary thanks for having us yes thank you that was awesome y'all thanks so much for doing that and it was so cool to finally hear Tiffany's voice 
Listeners, if you want to hear more of Jerry D besides just on this show, and you haven't checked out his own podcast yet, check out Totally Rad Christmas for everything Christmas in the 80s. Like Matt's TGI podcast, it's one of the best Christmas podcasts out there, hands down. In the meantime, if you want to hear more of our great and under-researched show, where can they do that? If they want to find a nice, quick, easy way to get to all of our socials and all the good stuff, um, all they have to do is go to Linktree slash the podcast, and that'll take them there. Um, That links you to our shop, our website, our Facebook group, our Patreon, all places. All the places. At once, listeners, once Julia, well, once Tom watches everything everywhere all at once, so Julia can watch The Last of Us, because they made this deal offline. Yeah. Once Julia finishes The Last of Us, we are definitely going to do a Last of Us Patreon, the three of us, because we're going to break that show down. Yeah. And speaking of shows, next week we are returning to the world of Blackish to finish off those Christmas episodes. So season five, episode eight, season six, episode 10, and season seven, episode six, in case you want to watch along at home. And then the week after that, we are returning to movie land and we are covering Christmas with the Campbells, starring Justin Long and Brittany Snow. Oh, and, and Justin just, Long. It just came out this past year. It's a Hallmark movie if Anthony wrote and directed a Hallmark movie or so Melissa Sementi directed it. <laughs> so uh, it's a fun one. Well, I think it's fun. You guys will probably give it like a three for lewdness or something, but we'll see. <laughs> it's a fun one. It's a fun one. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so wrapping up TV month next week. Nice. Yeah. It's been fun. It's been a great TV month. It's been a it's lot of been fun. It's been a great mm-hmm. TV month. I feel like we need to do TV more often now that we, we've run through like the great Christmas movie. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we do. We do have TVs coming up later this year, so including in May, with where Matt Spaulding will be joining us for the nanny. So the nanny. Did we just say we need to get him on for something from the nineties. Different. No, Matt Yurick, we have to get. Him. Maybe we can oh, have okay, both. Okay, <laughs> Matt, Matt, the Matt show. Out of the mats. But yeah, and March is almost wrapping up, guys. I mean, we Black is just gonna be our last episode of the month. We are almost a quarter of the way through the year, which is both awesome and terrifying. Um, That means, as of right now, we only have 6,720 hours until Christmas. That's 280 days. That's 40 weeks. Do your homework, y'all. And we shall talk to you next week. Bye. You know Dasher and Dancer, Prancer and Vixen, Comet and Cupid and Donner and Blitzen. But do you recall, what's that? The most famous reindeer of all. Come on! Put off the red nose reindeer. to buy a golden penis award that says the pervious on the podcast and send it to you anthony i will proudly display that on my i oh my have God. no doubt no doubt <laughs>